Welcome back to the Baked Beans podcast. Today, I thought I'd talk about a few of the reasons why I'm dropping out of uni and just like dropping out of uni in general and also going to New York. I feel like they sound like they're really different things, but they really are kind of like interdependent or like, you know, they are related. Um... I don't know, I feel like these past couple days, ever since I made the decision to drop out of uni, that's literally all I think about these days. Like, I don't know, just everything about it. And I always go like back and forth as well. Like, some days I'm like, yeah, 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 this is like the best thing that I can do for my life right now. And other days I'm like, why am I literally doing that? Like, why is it that I can't? go through uni when literally everyone can I mean like well not everyone but like most other people can like everyone else I know is in uni or like has already graduated or something and they've all done it so like why can't I obviously already by this like pre-ramble kind of thing you already know which side my mind is in right now I'm very much on the what the fuck am I doing kind of mindset right now it kind of it kind of reminds me of like that one scene in the office where like Michael quits to start his own paper company and then Pam quits with him and then goes with him to start his paper company and the whole gist of that is like obviously it doesn't really go to plan at the beginning it kind of just like you know, nothing's working, they don't have an office, like, Michael is, like, you know, being Michael, right, and then somewhere along the line, Pam kind of breaks down, and then she's, like, why is it that I'm the only person in the office who chose to leave with you, am I stupid, like, am I dumb, that, I don't know, everyone else was smart enough to stay, but she was the only one who left, right? And I literally kind of feel like that right now. Like, am I stupid for dropping out? Like, I don't know, maybe uh, my parents were right and like getting a degree is really the only way that you can or not the only way, but like one of the more easy and attainable ways to live a comfortable life. Like maybe that really just is the truth. But I don't know. I just, I honestly just can't do it anymore if I'm going to be completely honest. Like I've never liked uni. I've always in fact hated it a little bit. And I've like switched through so many courses. I've done urban planning, architecture, and now I'm in Viscom. And I just feel like I'm just, I'm like escaping it almost by switching degrees so many times. And then the moment that I realize it's just the exact same thing, but in a different font, I like give up and switch to another course. Like I'm like running away from the inevitable almost. But yeah. Anyways, I think this episode will be a good opportunity to really like hash out my thoughts about this and like 
be a bit more clear. I wrote down a few notes over these past couple days about, I don't know, like the reasons why I dropped out and stuff so I could talk about it more in depth in this podcast. But okay, let's see what I wrote. Oh yeah, I remember in the last episode, I talked about like doing more, like wanting to do more. And then, okay, so I did talk about wanting to do more, right? And I did film that episode like a couple months ago, like three months ago. And since then I got an internship and then I quit that internship. So I did like do more in that sense and then I realized that that's not really what I wanted and then I quit and then well I quit for like more reasons than that like but still that's kind of the lesson that I took from that um I I think that kind of sums up this whole like contention perfectly because it's like really just a battle between my genuine self and external forces like for example i like i was always told growing up that like going to uni was like the only option right and like everyone more or less said that to me when i was growing up like teachers my parents the whole like school model that i went through especially in like high school going to NSG it was like everyone basically went to uni it was like you know just a given right and then I kind of internalized those kind of notions of success as well and then that's what I believed to be true but I think like genuinely like deep down I don't believe in that and I never have and yeah that's I think that is true I don't think I've ever believed that I don't know it was really me to go to school and then go to uni and then work at a company nine to five my whole life and then die I don't know that just doesn't sound very appealing to me and I have like heard all the counter arguments where it's like you know, your job is just your job, like, it's not your whole life, right, so just work your job, and then, you know, do your hobbies on the side, and stuff like that, but I think, like, as a person, I'm really bad at doing things that I don't like to do, and that's another thing that I'm a bit, like, questioning about, right, like, is that a good way to live, like, is that just me being me, like, unapologetically me you know that sort of thing or is that just me being like a little bitch who needs to just suck it up and do hard things sometimes like I really don't know because to be completely honest like I've worked this way my whole life and nothing bad has happened I don't think I've particularly suffered too much from having that mindset And it's not like I'm like, you know, going about being really selfish, like, I don't know, that kind of stuff, right? Like, I still have morals and values. Like, I still 
at the end of the day want things to go well whether that be like you know my own life my relationships with other people whatever whatever right like I'm not just out here recklessly hedonistically you know seeking pleasure over pain all the time like that's not what I'm saying but I just think in a way I am like more critical of my surroundings if that makes sense like I look around at uni and I'm like why am I doing this I don't think I'm learning anything valuable it's a waste of money and it's a waste of my time because as I've said many many times before I go to uni four days a week bro that is so much time to be dedicating to uni that's kind of like leading into another point but yeah the whole thing about uni like I just I don't really find it to be that useful Because before I thought that, you know, like at the end of the day, I'll be learning hard skills like how to use programs and like, you know, doing little projects that I can use in my portfolio. But after doing this for like a year and a bit, like I really didn't learn too many hard skills that I couldn't have picked up on my own through like YouTube tutorials. In fact, most of the times when they teach us stuff, it is through online tutorials. So I'm like, why can I not source that myself and learn that way? Like, that's going to be so much more effective as well. And the reason that I say it will be much more effective, like, that will come later. I'm going to go deeper into that later. But like, yeah, for now, I just don't think on this point I just don't think uni is like very useful because even the work that we produce in class like it's so rushed and it's not something that I'm like passionate about so I don't even want to put it in my portfolio so even if I do graduate and everything I'll still have to take time and curate a portfolio out of like personal projects which I then will submit to like companies that I want to work for so like really it almost kind of feels like I'm putting my life on hold for uni like I can't really get another job or like work too much outside of uni and I can't really focus on personal projects either And I can't really go out and like get internships or seek other opportunities like that. Like it's like I want to do all of these other things. Or like not even, these aren't even the things that I want to do. These are the things that I feel like I should be doing to like be a successful professional, right? I can't even do the things that I feel like I should be doing because uni is taking up so much of my time and my like my mental power and another reason why it's taking up so much of my mental power is because I feel like I've always sort of had a complex about doing work I don't know if that makes sense like I feel like I'm always uh, 
like I get that it's kind of like that for everyone like you know the moment that it's work you suddenly don't want to do it anymore like I do understand that to a certain level like everyone feels like that but I feel like for me like I don't know why like the moment that I know that something is going to be for like school I lose all motivation to do it and in fact I'm even like a little bit scared of doing it I think it's like just the strictness of like the assessment criteria and like the deadline and knowing that kind of like what you want to create doesn't matter what matters is what the teacher wants so I'm like trying to like bend myself to form into like to fit in between the criteria that someone else set I don't I don't really know if that's it because I don't think that's fully it either like I don't know or maybe it's just something that it probably came from when I was younger as well when like I was always 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 forced to do work and like I've never liked doing it like no one likes doing it right but I feel like some people they can just hunker down and like get it done but I don't know I always was like I just always hated it I really I don't know I don't know why but like bottom line is I hate 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 doing work for school and I don't know you might think oh my god it's just because you're not hard working or like whatever whatever right but like I feel like I work very hard for personal projects like when I want to get something done I do it it's not that I like physically don't want to do the work I feel like at this point it's more like psychological like fear of failure almost but also something else like I know it is fear of failure like I've kind of already delved into that part of myself and I've already come to terms with that fact and I'm like trying to overcome my fear of failure but there's something else to it as well I just I just I don't know I just don't like doing schoolwork. so that is I don't know what makes being in uni is like so much harder for me and this is what I was talking about before when I was like it's much more effective when if I go and like learn through online tutorials myself because I don't have this additional reluctance to it I'm very happy to like watch tutorials in my own time and figure out how to use a program and I've been doing it with like almost all the programs that I know how to use so I don't know like I feel like that's a pretty good system for me so yeah let me see what else I wrote Mm. oh yeah this is also another thing Uh, so I went to Cindy and Louisa about this right and I was like my previous plan was to get the degree and try like I don't know freelance on my own right and then if it doesn't work out I'll start applying to companies as backup and then Cindy made a very good point and then she was like 
you know that your backup will be someone else's first choice, right? And so you'll be competing with people who have been working their whole life for that position. And I never thought about that before. It's true. Like my backup is going to be someone else's first priority and first choice. And there's just no way that I can compete with that when I don't really even want it that much. Like I'm never going to be so good that I can casually try and get into things and be better than someone who's like dedicated their whole like, who's dedicated their time and like energy into getting that position. Like, I don't know. I just, you know, I don't think I would even stand a chance. So I think having a backup in that sense isn't really that useful because I I won't dedicate my entire being of energy and effort into it when I know that other people will. So I think I should really just completely apply myself into whatever it is that I really, really, really want to do and make that work out for me rather than half-heartedly pursuing a backup and the reason that I really wanted a backup to begin with I feel like all stems down to me inherently just not believing in myself and like not thinking that I'm capable which to be honest I still I still kind of think a little bit because like I've always procrastinated on stuff I don't know like I'm I've never really been a completely disciplined person right and so I can't really guarantee that if I really really want something that I will like hunker down and do it but at the same time like like I've mentioned before like all those times that I've really tried to like hunker down and do something it's been like school related and you know like I don't really like doing school work and it's like I don't know like even just talking about this there's like so many factors that are like interrelated and like sequential but not really you know it's like I don't know it's kind of hard to explain and but yeah the whole thing about like not believing myself and like not having enough discipline I've sort of like come to a conclusion on that, which is that I need to learn how to work hard. Even if I'm not disciplined, I need to get to a point where I like force myself to learn how to be disciplined. And in order to do that, I need to have a goal that I like 100%, 100% believe in. And it's not something that like, you know, that I'm just doing because I think I should be doing or like that I'm doing because everyone else is doing you know it needs to be something that I that I think really aligns with my goals and like my future or whatever and that's what I need to work towards and use that to kind of teach myself how to be disciplined and motivated or whatever so that is you know kind of the gist of that let me see
what, I have so much stuff here actually. The, the, I wrote so many notes for this. What else? Um, oh yeah, like going back to that portfolio thing where I was like, yeah, 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 like doing the tasks, like doing the assessments um, won't help me with like a final portfolio. And I can't sit here and be like, that's 100% the uni's fault. I can't sit here and be like, oh, that's because the uni like um, scheduled everything so that we don't have enough time and blah, 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 blah. Because that's just not true. Like, there's people out here in my classes creating like masterpieces with the same resources and time that I've been given. Whereas I'm here like making shit, right? But part of the reason for that is because I really didn't want to be there. I didn't want to be at uni. So I always yielded mediocre results. It was like, it was quantity over quality definitely for me. And um, for a period of time, that was kind of what I was aiming for, which I now realize is kind of bad. Because my whole okay let's bring this back to me 2019 going into first year for the first time i was in urban planning right and then that was like you know obviously my first interaction with uni my first like go at uni so i was kind of just okay just kind of like do the work um you know just do what was asked of me that kind of thing just like give it a go that kind of thing right and then I realized that I like hated it I just it didn't interest me that was the main thing it was boring it didn't interest me I didn't like really apply myself and then I when I switched to architecture I was like okay this time I'm going to make sure that my projects interest me I'm going to try and go above and beyond with all of my projects and like you know kind of twist the brief and the assignment in a way that I can create something that I'm really passionate about and that's what I tried to do in architecture but I found that I had set up too many like too high of an expectation of myself for the work when I had limited time I had other things going on like m multiple classes I just wasn't able to like deliver the results that I had expected and then that really really brought me down like midway through a project I realized that I wasn't able to do what I wanted to do and I would just like completely give up honestly it was just too it was too demotivating for me and then I would like give up and then procrastinate really hard. And then I would just like hand in absolute shit, like stuff that was like so low quality. And that would make me feel worse because I would compare that to the vision that I had in my head and be like, literally, what the fuck is this? Why? Like, what have I made? It's disgusting. But I would have to hand it in because I didn't have anything else. And there are these, okay, there are so many reasons why. I gave up immediately, right? Like the kind of the stuff that I said before. 
I don't like uni work, blah, 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 like that kind of stuff. And every time that I hit even a little bit of a snag, I would get really discouraged. And when I like, when I aimed so high, obviously I would hit a lot of snags and I just wasn't able to kind of get around that. So then my third time doing VizCom, I was like, okay, I've kind of learned from my past mistakes. And this time my only, only goal is to hand things in fast. Do whatever I can fast. Take the path of least resistance. Make something quick and easy and then hand it in. And try to not stress myself out. Just like pick the easiest, easiest way to do things that will still give me a mediocre result and then just hand that in, right? So I wasn't as emotionally attached to the work like I had been when I was doing architecture, but I was also kind of, I had a clear goal, so I wasn't like aimlessly just like doing shit, like I was in urban planning. So that was my goal for, viscom and it worked out pretty well in first year because i think in first sem i still had that like ooh new course excitement and you know i was just like ooh the fresh stuff very interesting and i did it and i handed stuff on time and i don't know it was like average not much to say about that and then second sem of first year in viscom I handed in stuff so early, like weeks early. Okay, not weeks plural, but a week early, days early. I'd never handed in things on the last day. It was always at least a couple days early. And a big part of that was because it was in like lockdown. So I literally had nothing to do but like do uni work. So that was that. But also like, I was really into that mentality of like taking the path of least resistance. How can I make something that I know the teachers will like that I can do given my skill set? Because at that point, I had been working with like, you know, digital programs like Photoshop and whatever for like, I don't know, th- three years more than that now so I knew what I was able to do I knew what I like the limitations of my skills I guess and then after one sem in viscom I kind of knew what the teachers like like they liked hand generated stuff stuff with texture you know that kind of stuff right and I specifically remember we had this project where we had to make 12 logos and I wanted to just make it on the computer, right? Because I knew that I liked, like I found it easier than working with real material, like collage or stuff like that, right? So I did that and then I found a YouTube tutorial for like how to make textures on Photoshop, like make something textured like it was printed and i just did that and it was like very easy like i just i drew 12 little icons 
I edited them more to like you know look nice and then I submitted it I submitted it like that was one that I submitted a week early I think and I ended up even getting pretty good grades for it which I didn't expect but I did and I don't know like even though that was pretty much exactly what I wanted to do I like that was really what I set out to do right like in terms of my goals for this year and stuff I I really didn't feel proud of myself at all I I don't look at that work and be like yes I'm so proud of this I love this because I know what it feels like to be proud of my work like the animation that I made like in my own time I was so proud of that when I finished it I was like this is the best thing that I've ever made I watched it so many times and I posted it everywhere I talked about it all the time like I was genuinely happy with the results and then for the projects that I did in uni even though I did accomplish my goal of making them fast and easy I really did not like them at all very much like objectively they're not bad pieces of work but still I was not happy or proud with them and when I went on to create portfolios I put it in because that's really all I had but I wasn't happy with the result and I knew that my portfolio was like half-hearted and not very good and if I really wanted to like hand in my portfolio to jobs in the future I would need to make them really good right like obviously and I wouldn't feel satisfied putting in those pieces of work into the portfolio so yeah I kind of like already forgot what I was talking about like what that point was also I realized that I keep saying and a lot the reason for that is because I I've been listening to the Emma Chamberlain podcast a lot and I realized that she does that a lot and she does it in the way where she's like blah 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 and blah 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 it's not just like and and then like the sentence right it's like it's like two sentences joined together by an and and there's like a brief pause anyway (laughs) that was a tangent let me let me revisit my notes I feel like this episode is kind of all over the place. This is the, really the first time that I've really taken notes for a podcast. And ugh, this and again, whatever. I just like find myself jumping from point to point rather than going down in terms of like what I wrote. Like first point, second point, third point. So I'm like scrolling through and seeing which ones I've talked about and not talked about. I've pretty much covered everything. Oh yeah, in terms of... Okay, so... That pretty much covers everything about the reasons why I want to drop out of uni. And I thought I would just talk a little bit about... Like, my future plans and stuff. It kind of has changed a little bit. But the whole thing... 
like and without going into specifics right the general plan is I dropped out so that I can explore other options and if I want to go back to uni I want it be to be because I really want to be in uni and to get a degree not just because I think that's the only thing I can do I want to having I don't know seen the world I want to go back to uni because I choose to be in uni not because I have to right that is if I ever go back but for the meantime what I want to focus on is I want to get a job obviously so I can have a source of income and I want to try do freelance graphic design so number one I would have to make a portfolio and number two I would have to kind of establish some sort of presence in the graphic design scene whether that be like on social media or like dribble and behance and sites like that and yeah I've I've been reading a couple like blog posts and videos and like even like reddit threads about how to gain clients as a freelance artist so I reckon I'll try a few of those methods and see if that works I think that's a part that I'm the most scared about like actually getting clients because I don't think I don't know if I can because in all my time on the internet like and on social media it's always kind of felt like posting into the void well to be completely fair it's not like I really tried to like you know get a lot of followers and stuff like that but I don't know it just doesn't really make sense to me that I can find people online if that makes sense like I don't know. Oh, I don't know. That's that's just the part that I'm the most scared about. But I feel like it'll be okay. Like surely I I can find a few clients, and then it's mainly word of mouth really that gets new clients after the initial few. Anyway, so. I don't know, like, at the end of the day, there's really no point in me sitting here and talking about it. I really just got to do it. So, there's that. And I also kind of want to explore being a tattoo artist. It's always been on the back burner of my mind. I've always thought about it, but I've never really pursued it 100% because... I never wanted to kind of do it so much that I was willing to give up everything else for it, like uni and just uni basically. I never like wanted to be a tattoo artist so much that I was willing to like drop out and be an apprentice. But now that I don't have uni anymore, I might as well, you know, make a tattoo portfolio and just send it to a few places, like see what bites almost, see if I can even hack it there's that and what I wrote here 
I, I wrote, I want to work on my art and like enter art competitions and eventually have my art in a gallery. And I also want to work on my shop and my Surreal Garfield Instagram. But I feel like those two things are more like hobbies rather than real, actual career goals. Because, and that really opens up a whole new black hole of hobbies that I want to try but I've been putting off because my whole mind and life was consumed by academics that kind of there's so many other things other than those two that I want to try like I can't even think of like any specific ones I want to make I want to get into woodworking I want to get into pottery I want to get into jewelry making, like so many hobbies that I want to do, like vlogging, I don't know, like so many that I want to try. I just want to be able to have the freedom to follow my impulse desires because I feel like that really is the point of life. Like, the point of being alive is, like, getting inspired and then doing that thing. Like, whenever I want to, like, whenever I get the urge to do something, I, I find myself, like, always putting it off for later. But I don't know why I do that. Like, like, for example, today, right, I saw this. I saw this Instagram reel about this all-you-can-eat sushi place in Burwood. And I really want to go. But, like, I found myself, I don't know, taking a screenshot so that I could save it for later. Instead of, like, immediately looking in my diary and finding a slot to make it work, right? And I feel like... I don't know, I like being spontaneous. I like getting a thought of something that I want to do and then immediately doing it because, well, for one, if I leave it, if I leave it for too long, I'll forget about it. And then number two, (laughs) not to sound too deep or something, but I really think that is a meaning of life. Like, chasing impulse desires impulse desires is probably not the right word but like you know just if you want to do something just do it that's 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 just how life is meant to be lived well obviously like everyone has responsibilities and stuff and i'm not saying that once i drop out of uni I'm not going to have any responsibilities at all. That's obviously not true, but, you know, I feel like I'll have more opportunity to kind of do the things that I want to do. I don't know. Even as I'm saying that, I'm like, is that true though? Because being self-employed is a whole what's that word like a whole 
what is that what is that phrase i'm looking for like pandora's box but not really you know like it's a whole thing in and of itself like it's i know it's going to be hard if i want to be like a freelance graphic designer i know that's it's probably going to be harder than uni but i don't know it's just something that i've always wanted to do so i feel like i will be able to make it work no not i feel like i will be able to make it work i'm going to make it work so yeah that's basically it for you know the whole uni portion and oh yeah i was talking about like going to new york and stuff as well and how it's like interchanged it's kind of funny but every single time that i'm like low-key having a crisis i go solo traveling like the first time was when i went to new zealand by myself and that was literally in the middle of my exam period in melbourne and i was just like fuck this i'm going to new zealand i just i just couldn't do it and i went to new zealand i feel like it's a similar sort of vibe this time i just kind of want to like pretend that i'm living in a parallel universe where i'm in new york and i'm like that girl you know i'm walking around with my sunnies and my in my little boots and walking around the city in new york eating bagels let's just like living that i don't know just living that life right i just want to pretend that i'm in that parallel universe and be the best version of myself even if i am faking it i feel like it will be a good break for me i impulsively bought the tickets and i think subconsciously i was like it was like a i don't know like an escapism sort of thing not like a yeah oh my god i'm so excited for a nice little vacation it was like i can't do this anymore i gotta get away that was kind of the vibe so yeah i even though i'm like dropping out of uni now and i don't have anything to escape from i'm still excited to go to new york like new york man i am scared ah there's just so many unknowns out there and i've never been to america and it's really far away i'm really not looking forward to the 24-hour flight like that is the part that i'm dreading the most sitting in a plane for 24 hours it's honestly going to be terrible but i mean you got to do what you got to do right like what else can i do that's the only way that i can go there and then once i get there it's like i'm gonna be all by myself if i am confused or like i don't know if i get into a tough situation like no one can help me i just have to deal with it myself which is obviously going to be like good for like practice and like you know character building 
but it still is kind of scary. And I don't know if I'll get lonely. I feel like usually I'm pretty good at that. Like I don't often feel lonely, even when I am by myself in situations where you would normally be with other people. I don't I don't find myself getting lonely very often. But at the end of the day, like I don't know, it's like in a completely different country for two weeks all by myself, knowing no one. And I feel like it was different when I went to New Zealand because I grew up there, so there was a kind of a sense of familiarity. Like I didn't recognize anything. But even like looking out for things that are familiar kind of was familiar even if they weren't, if that makes sense. Like just knowing that I've probably been there before as a kid, but I just forgot about it. And like looking at all the buildings and be like, is this where I went before? Like I remember... I went to One Tree Hill, which was a park that I used to always go to as a kid. And I remember also going to this supermarket, like grocery store called Food Town. And I know that since then Food Town has shut down. Like they've just gone bankrupt, right? But then next to One Tree Hill, I saw this like little lot that looks like the lot that Food Town was in. And I know like realistically it's probably not that lot. Because I don't think like my usual grocery store was next to that park. Because like I don't think I lived particularly close to that park when I was a kid. But still it looked so familiar that I was like, yeah. I don't know, I felt like I was... I don't, know. I don't know how to say it. Like, it felt like I belonged there, kind of. Even though it was probably a random grocery store that I've never been to before. But it still felt, like, familiar. So, yeah. I, that's not going to happen in New York. Maybe it will. Maybe, like, I'll see the places that I saw on TV and be like, Oh my god, I saw that on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Wow. I am going to walk around Brooklyn and try to spot as many places that I can that have been in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I'm very excited for that. That's one thing that I'm definitely going to do. I haven't really planned what I'm going to do, to be honest, which I feel like is kind of the fun of it. I want to know like where to go to eat because... I feel like that's really important to me, like trying all the good food in New York. Otherwise, like I'm not too fussed about activities. I kind of just want to walk around. And I think that's like the appeal of this whole trip anyway. Like me pretending to be my best self in New York is not me being a tourist, right? Like my best self is not a tourist in New York. My best self lives in New York actually I don't know I don't think I would like want to live in New York 
but you know like you know in a parallel universe I wouldn't be a tourist in New York in a parallel universe I would live in New York that's kind of more the gist of what I was saying so yeah I'm just gonna walk around eat good food yeah that's it let me see how long I've been recording I feel like I've been like talking non-stop this episode which is quite rare for me like usually I don't know I would like take breaks and pauses but this episode I've been like talking non-stop for 48 minutes that's insane that's almost the length of like a whole episode I feel like this one I could truly not edit at all and post because there's really not that much to edit out yeah I think this one I'm really not going to edit right before I filmed this episode I like wrote in the same uh, like note thing in my phone this little excerpt that I wanted to talk about in this episode as well but it's not really related to anything okay so basically I was looking at old photos and I realized that I never knew what I was doing but I still had fun doing it I used to blame myself for romanticizing the past but I think that's normal everything becomes almost bittersweet in passing it only becomes a problem when the past becomes more important than the present I think recognizing the beauty in the moments that I've lived is essential in me appreciating what's in front of me. I thought that was just like a cool little revelation that I had. I was looking at my old photos because I'm thinking of getting a new phone. My phone right now is kind of fucked. Like the screen is cracked. My front camera is basically like unusable. And also, it's like a Huawei phone from China, right? So it doesn't have, like, Google Play Store and stuff like that. So I've downloaded an APK for Google Play Store, but it doesn't work all the time. So I end up having to download APKs for most of the apps that, I've, that I'm using. And I don't know, I just don't really trust a lot of APKs. For those of you that don't know, like, an APK is basically, like, a file that you download from like Google Chrome, right? Like you can go on websites that have APKs of apps. It's basically like the file form of an app. So you download the APK and you install it in your phone. But the thing is like, you don't know if someone's like tampered with it or like you don't know like if it comes with like viruses or anything else, right? And recently I deleted TikTok and then I downloaded it again. Except I couldn't download it from the Play Store anymore because it was just not working. So I downloaded it from like an APK site. And I know it's not the legit TikTok because the like button and the comment button are all pixelated. <laughs> and it's like, like it's just small stuff like that. Like, it's small stuff like that. They're just like, some bits are just fucked. But it's like in minuscule ways where you could not pick up on it so i'm like yeah i don't know something's just dodgy with this app i don't really trust it 
and I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then, yeah, I end up deleting TikTok anyway because, you know, just TikTok addiction, whatever, whatever. I've talked about it many times in this podcast, but yeah. I am deleting TikTok anyway, but still, like, I just want to have a phone where everything works. If I want to get an app, I can just very easily download it. Oh, and also, like, about the app thing, I, like, it doesn't, like, I can't update apps either because, like, I guess the Google like my google play like that was from an apk right so i don't know like i don't know like it's not connected to the server like it's not i i I, like i honestly don't know how it works but i can't update disney plus and stuff and like netflix so disney plus just doesn't work on my phone netflix is a hit or miss sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't and what else when i used to have a binge account that never worked on my phone either so it's just stuff like that and i like it's just it's not like life or death like yeah i can still use it and it'll be fine but i also want to like vlog in new york and the front camera on this phone is like fucked so i want like a good quality vlog when I'm in New York so it's either I get a new phone or I buy a camera and it's like just just get oh sorry I dropped my apple pen but it's like yeah just get a phone like it will solve all these other problems and if I get a camera it's like how often am I really going to be using that I do want to start vlogging but it's like if I if I don't vlog then like why then I just basically got a camera for nothing yeah I think I will get a new phone. I want the Samsung flip phone. The one that flips into a square, not like the tablet that flows into a phone. I really want the flip phone. I think I might get that one. Yeah. Also about the vlogging thing. I want to start vlogging my daily life because when I watch other people's vlogs, even if they're doing like very simple things it all looks very nice and like soothing and calming and fun even if they're just walking around the house watching stuff cooking cleaning even that stuff becomes so romanticized if you just vlog it and i love watching vlogs of people just living their everyday life at home by themselves and i think if i start vlogging my own life like that it will help me appreciate those moments in my life too because right now i'm just like barreling my way through life like i'm just living my life but always kind of rushing to get to the end of the day not really taking a moment and like looking around you know but in a vlog all you do is look around so i think i do yeah i do need a little bit more of that in my life and vlogging might help me do that like even right now i'm like in my bed i have my candles on the lights are off i'm like just talking about my thoughts 
And I feel like this is a very nice, calming moment that if I don't, you know, take a moment to like take it in, it'll just pass me by. So yeah, I think I will start vlogging. I recorded these series of videos when I was in Melbourne in lockdown that I wanted to piece together for a long time, but I never have. But now that I'm like getting a new phone and I'm kind of transferring all my photos from this phone to like either my drive or my computer, I want to make that into a vlog. My original idea was to piece those videos together and have a voiceover and like talk about what I was feeling when I was in lockdown, but I don't know, I was like way too emotional when I was actually in lockdown to really talk about what I was feeling. And then after that, I was still kind of like, I don't know, not like in shock, but like I was just kind of like, uh, I don't know. And now it's like too late, like I don't even remember what I was feeling. And I don't think I wrote many diary entries during that time either. But, I don't know. I think I'll, I think I'll make something out of it. But yeah, okay. I think, uh, I think that's the end of today's episode. Um, yeah. I feel like this episode didn't make as much sense as the other ones, kind of, because I was looking at notes and I was kind of talking about many different things at once. I was, like, jumping from point to point and stuff, but, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, okay, bye!